Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Giancarlo from the film consulting and promoting initiative Felix Motor Society. Now, let's start the show. This is Anthony Alex from the Angry Mailman podcast, and you're listening to another fine show from the From Page to Screen Media Empire. Hey guys, this is Ace Marrero from the movie Madison County. Hi, this is David L.G. Hughes, writer-director of the film Hall Bowl Suites. I love the pace and the fastness, and I love the fact that you just roll with it. Hi, I'm Eric England, the director of Contracted. Hi, I'm Jake Amino, the writer-director of The Asian. My name is Nathan Whitehead, and I wrote the music for Beyond Skyline. Hello, Stuart. Just a quick hello from Sarah Douglas. Hi, this is Ben Lloyd Holmes from the film The Expedition. This is Dominic Burns, the director of Allies. Hey, Stuart. Page the screen. Dot-com up in my boundaries. Snakes. Get up to my motorcycle running and tracking off with my fucking snakes. Genius. With Dom. Eating pizza. And pussy. I'm Neil Johnson, I directed Rogue Warrior and The Time War, and I crucified Adolf Hitler. The From Page to Screen Good evening, sir. Oh, where indeed are the detonators? Where well, are my, my detonators? detonators? Oh, God, please, no, don't kill me. I do like Die Hard. There's, uh, there's a really good series on Netflix called Movies That Made Us. Yeah. And uh, I think it's like it's from the people that did Toys That Made Us, which is all about Lego and He-Man and all that sort of stuff. And one of the episodes is all about Die Hard. It's so good. It's really <laughs> good. And it goes into all the stories about the films that you didn't know. So I think there's only like four episodes, I think. There's Ghostbusters, Dirty Dancing, which is actually pretty good, uh, Home Alone, and Die Hard. So Excellent. Check them out. It's really good. So. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently you are the only man who, on their medical card, says, if found unconscious, please rejuvenate with, with coffee. And, uh, <laughs> no, no allergies, ice cubes in whiskey glasses, I believe. That sounds good to me, is, yeah. It's your allergies. So, how are you, Sir Bob of Whitworth? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. little chilly. It's um, pretty Baltic at the moment. <laughs> Isn't it? It's horrible. Yeah. How the devil are you? Because you've I'm been right. under the weather. Oh, I'll be, I've been under the weather. I've, I've nearly chopped my arm off. I've done quite well. Not too bad. You, so what? I was, uh, I was hedge trimming the other week. And um, I think I'd, I'd sort of gone through the very tail end of the story, I think, when you came on the podcast ah. previously. But I was cutting the top of the hedge and I was on the white metal stepladder. And it was on slightly uneven ground, as I discovered. So I'm there, stood on the inside of our garden part. So you can picture the hedge, trimming the top off it. And I'm like, hang on a minute, this ladder is going to go in about three seconds. Whoops. So I had, I had literally three seconds to go, right, let's move the, the, the buzzsaw out of the way. Let's switch it off uh, before gravity takes over and drags me to the ground. So I did that. The ladder fell over. The ladder disappeared below me. And a couple of split seconds later or whatever i went plummeted into the plummeted to the ground and bashed both my legs on the metal 
rods on the stepladder. So that was fun. Ah. But I was all right. Nothing broken. Uh, Gravity's a bitch. Gravity is a bitch. So are big hedges. I don't. So next house I get, no garden in there. No, no, no. Like I say, garden wall, that's enough. I'm alright with garden wall <laughs> and uh, Or even a fence. A fence would be okay. But yep. just no plant life whatsoever. I'm not interested. Yep. It don't blame you, don't blame you. Fine. So I've no, done all that, but I'm actually planning on planting something. Really? What are you planting? A, a human? Are you planting a person? <laughs> that's tempting. Especially no, no, in, in the back uh, backyard, I've got some walls, and I was thinking of putting kind of um, some climbing clematis up them. Yeah. Yeah, it's something that doesn't go too bad, if you know what I mean. So I don't need to climb up on a stepladder with a hedge trimmer. Yes, don't 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 do that. No, that would not be good at all. So yeah, no Rob tonight. Uh, I'm seeing Rob tomorrow night, though. I know. Yes, so, you're you're away for your jollies. We are. I finished work at seven o'clock this morning. Got home, slept till quarter to two. Got up, went to see my aunt because it's pretty much the only day that I'm going to be able to see her before Christmas, and spent a couple of hours up there. Came back down via the shops, met Annette. We came home. Uh, had Domino's for tea, not the little plastic things, but the actual people that make pizzas, Pizza. which is very nice. And now yep. I'm podcasting. And then tomorrow, get up, out the door by about half nine, ten o'clock, on a train down to Wales, uh, seeing Rob tomorrow evening, and then we're coming back the day after. And I've got, somehow I've got to try and fit. I'm starting work again on Sunday night. I'm seeing you on Saturday afternoon ish, lunchtimey type thing. Yep. I think I'm podcasting with Neil, but I'm not a million percent sure because it purely depends on whether I've managed to actually fit in Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Because <laughs> if I have, we're going to podcast about it. If I haven't, and yeah, there's no point really because he's seen it and I won't have. So. Oh. But, so four days, but very, very busy. Well, at least it's I mean, you've got Christmas off, so that's good. Yeah. You'll yeah. be able to recoup then. Well, kind of. I finish at midnight on Christmas Day at the, you know, the very beginning of it, so technically yeah is midnight the beginning of the day or is midnight it's the beginning isn't it because it's zero zero well this is it is midnight zero well yeah midnight is zero zero isn't it it's not 24 no so it's the very very That's beginning so i'm working probably 30 <laughs> seconds longer than 2359.30 yeah. on christmas eve and then we finish work at midnight which oh joy and then our place is closed on christmas day so we've got all christmas day to ourselves, which will be quite good we're just going to sit and graze and eat food and all that sort of stuff <laughs> and then Boxing Day we're off over to see some of the next kids she's rubbed us yep. into that one and then I don't think we're back in until like three days after that so post Boxing Day we'll actually get some rest oh excellent so excellent what does Christmas entail for you um, quite a fun one but quite busy uh, I've I've actually managed to book next Monday and Tuesday off, so that's the 23rd and Christmas Eve. Yep. So uh, the 23rd will be the Christmas shopping for the food part of it. In other words, yes. the things that you do want to get like last minute and so that they don't go off. Um, 24th, I've managed to organize to pick up my daughter earlier than planned. So okay. lunchtime, I'm over there picking uh, Emily up, coming back over here. Christmas Day, it's back over there. We're going down to my sister's. <laughs> so Christmas Day is down at my sister's. Mm -hmm. um, late evening, I've got dispensation from Anne, basically, to drop Emily off with her at about half nine, ten in the evening. 
I then drop off my mother and then drive all the way back here. Okay. <laughs> so a nice latish Christmas day for me. Yes, pretty um, much. Boxing day is to myself, but I may end up over at my brother's. Okay, yep. Um, the 27th, back over at lunchtime to pick up Emily for the full weekend. Very nice. Have you got plans for that, or is it your case of, you know what, everything post-Christmas, we'll just see what it's like <laughs> post-Christmas. Well, um, I may be making a trip out. Uh, I've had a text message today uh, from Jim, yep. and basically he was saying that uh, uh, Anne and his daughter, sorry, Emily and his daughter, um, Holly, who basically, Holly's in the sixth form at Emily School, and he's Emily's form prefect. So they were talking at school today and basically comparing notes on the last time we were all out together. And it totally bamboozled everyone else in the class, apparently. So um, we're trying to organise a, a repeat of this. So uh, in theory, if everything goes as planned, on that weekend, you know, the weekend before between Christmas and New Year, uh, we'll probably be going for a walk down at Lytham. Nice. So out on the beach in cold, cold weather. A bit like I'll be doing tomorrow out on the, the cold seafront in London. No, I'm sure it will be freezing, but, you know. Make the make the most of it and enjoy it if you can. Pretty much. I've got, I've got the jacket, the gloves, the scarf, the the, you know, the warm shoes, <laughs> the thick trousers. Yep. Um, gonna, yeah. Basically, we're just going to go down and do a bit of shopping, finish off the Christmas shopping, and then that's that pretty much done. I've only got like a couple of bits to, to pick up. And uh, go for yeah. some food, maybe some waffles the day after. Try and win some key rings in the amusement arcades, as you've got to do when you go <laughs> down there. Because that, that'd be the last time I think either of us saw Rob would be Sci-Fi Wales 2018, wouldn't it? Indeed, yes. So it's a while, but uh, yeah. I'll speak to him now and again. So. Oh, are you? <laughs> That's not too bad. But uh, yeah, the, the internet is all gearing up for Star Wars. Which and is, so uh, why? So you are you got any plans to go watch it or is Christmas kind of you lucky yeah I wish I yeah if I wasn't going to see Rob I'd be watching it tomorrow evening as well is this a works thing it is one of the guys at work uh, Piot is basically he organised it a while ago he said who's up for it so um, we all kind of well literally with one exception everyone in our little group said yes. Um, so the only problem is the earliest viewing we can get to see it is 20 past nine in the evening. Okay. So that's what, uh, about half 12, you're going to get out. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a two and a half hour film. Early, so oh, God, I finish work officially at four. Then I'm going to be effectively sitting around at work for about three hours, just so that I don't have to make the journey back here and then back there. Oh God, that's awful. Um, and then we'll probably head out for food somewhere and uh, then into the cinema. <laughs> yeah, see, if they all weren't going out for food, you could go out for food, couldn't you? You could finish work, go and have a meal, sit down, have a quiet thing, then catch up with them, but you don't want to eat twice. Well, this is it. What I'm thinking of doing, um, and a couple of the guys have done this before, because there's still little bits of shopping I want to do, mm. and certain of the stores are kind of between where we work and where we're going to see the film. Uh. What I might do is basically, once we've organised what time we're meeting up for food, yep. go and do the shopping, and then basically meet up at the restaurant, which is on the, in the same kind of complex as the uh, the cinema. Now that makes sense. That mm. really does, yeah. Definitely. 
So we are, yeah, next Christmas next week. Actually, this time next week, it, it'll pretty much all be done, won't it? Yeah, bar the shouting. Like I said, it'll be a case of, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll be finishing up down at my sister's, getting ready for packing up. Um, you'll be kind of getting all kind of ready for going out the next day, to, you know, making sure all the presents yep. are packed in bags for going to see whichever one of the next kids you're off to. Yeah, it's Lucy, I think, going around to her house. Uh, yeah. I, originally, my plan was for Annette and I to go away because last year we were like, you know what, let's go away for Christmas. So I was putting so many plans in for that. And yep. then it, it got torpedoed because it was like, oh, we're, we're going here on Boxing Day. I thought we were going away. Oh, no, well, yeah, no, we're going to go over there because we're not seeing them. I thought we were going away. Right, okay. So I, she said, oh, where were we going to go? Because I ended up saying, great, I was actually planning something then. Oh, yeah. you should have told me. You can't really plan a surprise, can you? Like that. Can't really tell them you're going to surprise them. So luckily I'd not booked anything. But. Well, in that case, I've got a challenge for you for next year. Yeah, book it now. <laughs> yeah, book it, in, book it January through March. Mm-hmm. You know, for next Christmas. Definitely. I've already then got a lot, a lot of my... book anything behind your back. <laughs> and then if she does, then she can go on her own. So, <laughs> so that's all right. But uh, I um, yeah, it's near enough to the end of the year. This is the 497th episode, so I'm definitely on target to do the 500th one uh, the first week. Excellent of the year. So I'm quite happy about that. I do like my little schedules. <laughs> so, uh, that's quite good. Uh, somebody else sent me six questions through, so I asked a bunch of people for one, and uh, this wonderful guy came through with six. But they're all really good, so I'm going to use them all. So that's good. Yeah. A whole bunch of things to go through on episode 500. So that should be uh, fun. So uh, yeah, New Year's resolutions. I know we've talked about them a little bit, but as this is this is officially your end of year podcast. <laughs> so last year, last week was me and Stu Miller. Yes. So we went through how his year had been and what his plans were for 2020 and stuff. And there's no Rob this week, so this is this is the Bob show. This is the Bob episode. So uh, Bob's I mean, Christmas special. <laughs> yeah, pretty much Bob's Christmas special. Yep. So oh. d- this year has had its downsides, but let's focus on upsides. What are some of Bob's highlights? of 2019 i nearly said 2020 then but kind of... <laughs> yeah i wouldn't i can't time travel and tell you 2020 yet no so you, uh, you say that but you might be able to well yeah maybe next year i might be able to do for 2021 who knows mm. <laughs> but highlights of the year moving house definitely got to be up there yes you know i know it's stressful it's meant to be one of the most stressful things you can do um along with marriage divorce and something else i forget what but considering I've done two of those this year, yeah. the divorce and moving house. <laughs> I think it is just marriage, divorce and moving house, isn't it, I think? I'm sure it's just those three. Mm, probably. I'm sure I can come up with something else that's stressful. Oh, it's it's probably, it's probably quite a lot. But yeah, basically it's a case of moving house would be the highlight, I think. You know, I've yeah. got a whole new place that is mine, not ours. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, I, it's, it's a new start, effectively, so... Uh, trying to think of other good things. Uh, what's the, let's give you a bit of quizzes then. So what, what's the best video game that you've probably played this year? It could be a new one, it could be an old one. You know, you know, if, you to, if you managed to play one this year, it's been a bit of an upheaval year for you. I've played quite a few video games, but... I mean, I've revisited old ones, but nothing has really, really stood out. It's weird. Normally I've got some... You know, I've had something that's... You know, kind of really captured my imagination, and you spend, you know, weeks, months playing it. Um, I 
give you World of Tanks for that several years ago, as you well know. The World of Tanks Award, I think we would probably call that one (laughs) if we gave it a name. But yeah, this year, I don't know. Um, There's a couple that I'm still planning on buying Mm -hmm. that I want to play um, that I haven't done yet, Uh, but I've not got around to buying them because then I, I tend to do a lot of my buying for the PC games on Steam. And although the previous ones in this kind of franchise, if you would, are on Steam, when they brought out the latest one, they decided, sod that, we're going to put it on our own kind of label and all this. So that kind of torpedoed buying the third one, and that would be Borderlands 3. Yes. Do you think that probably will drop onto Steam at some point, I think? but It'll take a year at least before that. so? So... It's one of those I'm tempted. I might actually buy it, you know, original. Right. For the PC, would you play that? Because of the whole point. Yeah. I've I've played Borderlands 2 on the Xbox. And although it's good, we've talked about this before, I can only really aim properly with a mouse. Yeah. (laughs) Or a real weapon, but we won't go into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but... um, I mean, I've tried several games on, like, say, Xbox, you know, the the PS4 and what have you, and I've never really got to grips with fine aiming with a controller. Right. It I don't know take why. a lot of practice, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I used to play a lot of Medal of Honor and stuff with uh, on mm. the PC, and the aiming is brilliant. But, yeah. Um, and with the console, I am quite... I've been playing a lot of the Division 2 which I'm very, yes. very good at. I'm doing well. I'm sniper, sniper rifle and a shotgun. That's my weapons of choice. <laughs> it's great. And um, even though I'm really good with that, I think, but uh, it's still awkward. You're, you're still sort of spraying bullets yeah. in a general direction over a split second to try and hit somebody. So Definitely. Yeah, It's one of those odd ones, like I say, you know, kind of... I mean, one of the ones that I do want to pick up, as we've talked about before, I want to get the VR headset and get uh, Skyrim on VR. Yep. That is, you know, one of my aims for next year, kind of thing. I won't have time over Christmas to play it, so I'll wait until, like, you know, the VR bundles come down a bit. (laughs) Yeah, just have a look and see if there's any January sales or anything. Exactly, yeah. Or head out somewhere like CEX. Yeah, exactly. Do sell them in there now and again. But just make sure you get the the starter pack with the camera. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. not going to get the one with the move controllers, but to be honest, you could you pick them up separately anyway. So Exactly, yes. Yeah. Make sure you get the one with the camera rather than just the headset, because it's a bit awkward. Yep. So, yeah, um, that would be my video game. And, I mean, I've played quite a lot of video games with Emily. Hmm. Um, you know, so, like, things like uh, Terraria, Minecraft... You know, a few of the kind of co-op uh, games on the Xbox and what have you, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so is, is Emily still into the same games? Like oh, yeah, you very just much mentioned? So. Yeah. Um, although, like I say, she's uh, also very much into... Um, on, she, for a while, a while ago, as you know, I bought her a Switch. Yeah. And she's very much into one of the latest ones. Oh, cripes. Oh, what is it? The ones with Link in. Oh, Zelda. That's it, yes. So she's into all those, but uh, of course for Christmas she decided she wanted the latest uh, Pokemon ones, 
which have just come out, Sword and Shield. So, so, so Santa, Father Christmas maybe, but bringing you know, I was going to say, is, is Santa potentially dropping those games off at some point for her, maybe? Potentially, yes. Potentially. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, what your games then of the year? What have, um, You've said you've managed to play a little bit. I know you've been busy yourself because, you know, you've had the Mimi project, etc. I've done a lot of VR stuff. I mean, not a lot, but I've, I've tinkered in it. So, you know, I've, I've tested various games. I've yeah. still got to pluck up the courage to play Resident Evil yet. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not quite so ready for VR. that. So I mean, the VR thing I think is great. I think it's wonderful to show people, uh, but it's not a very sociable console. No. You know, it's like if you come around, I'm not going to go. Oh right, seen seen about an hour, Bob. I'm going to put this VR headset on. <laughs> but I do as, as a piece of technology. I think it's great, and I do like it. I don't want to get into that a little bit more. I've downloaded because that's a bunch of credit on the the PlayStation Store. So I bought Spider-Man, which I've not yet played, but I, I downloaded that. These are all the Black Friday deals. Yeah. I purchased uh, Grand Theft Auto 4, 5, whichever the new one is, the uh, online edition, which I think was like 15 quid or something like that. So it's not bad. Yeah. So I started playing that the other day. I played it for about 20 minutes and then had to go to work. So I stopped the game, went back in the day after. and like, oh, yeah, didn't save. Thanks for that. It's right at the beginning again. So I had to go on to Google to find out how to save the game. And, uh, yeah, it's literally a couple of key presses. So that's uh, wasted a bit of time. But I think probably the Division 2, I think, yeah. is my favourite game this year. I, you know, we were a big fan of the first one. Oh, and yeah. I, I ended up paying, I think, about £90 for the second one because I got the game when it came out yep. and the full season pass. And then now you can actually walk into Asda and buy the, the regular game for 15 quid. So, you know, it wasn't really a cost-effective decision for me this year. <laughs> so that's something I'm going to make sure that I don't do next year is just go, oh, I want to play that in a couple of months. I'm going to pay the full price now because yeah. that's kind of stupid. It's one of those things, if you were going to jump on it straight away, yes. Yeah. But it's, and I've still got Tomb Raider to finish off. I've still got... Uh, I didn't pick up the new Call of Duty because I knew that I wasn't going to play it imminently. So yeah. I thought, well, right, I'm not going to pay 60 quid or whatever for a game that I'm not going to play for a couple of months. Yeah. Because uh, I knew I had the whole Mimi thing coming up. But no, I think Division 2 is probably my game of the year. It's really good. Definitely into that game. Because <coughs> you can put it on for 10, 15 minutes, play it, switch it off. Yeah. And, and carry on. Not be an idiot but, uh, like I was with Grand Theft Auto. So. Well, this is it. One of the things that always gets me, as you say, real life intrudes on your gaming time. Mm. You get a lot of games that you can't just save off. You know, it's a case of, oh, I'm in the middle of a level. I've got to finish this. Or I'm in the middle of a court battle. I've got another 10 minutes probably before this finishes. And, you know, yeah. If the phone goes or the door goes or your other half needs you for something, you know, you're kind of screwed. Yeah, of course. A Lego game spring to mind. Yes. Some of those levels are like an hour. Yeah. Oh, crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. But no, I haven't. Real life definitely does intrude. I think TV's intruded a lot. I think, looking at the film list, I think I've seen 167 films, which sounds like a lot, but in previous years, I've clocked up over 300. Yeah. So, it's, uh, so TV's kind of taken up a lot taken, of time. Yeah. I've I must just... admit, that's one of the things I'm hoping to get done over Christmas. Uh, I've got a couple of things that I want to watch, but they're TV series. 
you know, you've got the uh, the expanse. I think I, we talked about. Yep. And of course, on Friday, The Witcher hits. It does. Yep. So um, yeah, sometime over the weekend, I am definitely sitting down and watching that. And with The Witcher, you are you familiar with the games, the the books, or whatever? I'm or? familiar with the books. I'm sort of familiar with the games. I've played bits of them. Yeah. So I know kind of the background and what have you. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, because um, I know some people have said it's going to be a tough one to get into if you don't know. That's what I've heard. Yeah, it's like if you know nothing about it, which is pretty much me. Uh, you know, yeah. I know that it's set in the olden times somewhere. Yeah, and th- there's a guy who's the main character. Yeah. Beyond that, I know. I know there's three video games. I know nothing. Absolutely zilch about The Witcher. So I know that I'll probably struggle. Yeah watching it and i'll give it a go just to see so we can end up talking about it and stuff but i mean this is it um someone asked me recently about it and similar question they put to me it was a case of right you know have you you know do you know the background and they said they hidden they didn't you know they they'd not known much so i I kind of quickly summed it up for them to give them a briefing of like okay this is the background you know you'd sort of know what's going on now Yeah. yeah so they can at least watch it without thinking who, what, where? Yeah, in it. There's nothing worse than that. You're like, uh, I have no idea what's going on. But I'm kind of hoping they'll be a bit like. I mean, they've got to take the lead, really, from Game of Thrones. Yeah, and I believe they are. Apparently, there's there's several shots in it where they've been lifted directly from Game of Thrones because obviously everybody wants to be the new Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be? There is no more Game of Thrones. Let's try and. You know, steal all that audience, so I understand that. But I mean, the cinematography's got to be good. You've got to have epic battles, things like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the sword play's got to be good. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'm, I'm hoping they're going to be, you know, in the same way that Game of Thrones, they're going to be characters that you'll love and others you'll hate. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you going to, I mean, obviously it depends how good it is, but you're going to try and binge watch through that or are you just going to. Well, I, I don't know you. yet what the format is that it comes out. Are they going to basically, you know, release one episode a week or are they going to just go, okay, here you go, here's the full season? No, as far as I know, it's a full season. Ooh. Because it is a Netflix exclusive, isn't it? And a lot of the time when they put them on week to week, like Better Call yeah. Saul or, or whatever it is, that's another show, that's another studio that makes it, that leases it to Netflix. But when Netflix do their shows, they dump them all on there. So as far as I know, the whole lot will be going on. If that is the case, I will probably try to get them binge watch over, you know, kind of a few days. Yeah. Just even if you just watch one a day. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that's what I found with the walking dead. It's that I'm now four episodes into the eighth season of the walking dead. And the episode that I've just watched today is the last one where I thought, screw this show. I'm done. It's yeah. miserable. It's depressing. I'm out of here. I just got to that episode again. It still hit me like a rock, but it's, it's such a good show to binge watch. It's yeah. so much better than watching it week to week. It really is. I'm loving it. Oh. So yeah, so, and it was. It's. I think it's only two, three months or whatever since I started the actual yeah. show. But I'm watching one, maybe two a day. So <laughs> uh, I'll probably try and do similar then, because I mean it, it's. I, mean, I, I haven't even heard how long each episode is. I'm kind of guessing they're going to go for an hour episode, maybe. I would think so, yeah. You, yeah. It's anywhere between 50 and 60 minutes, I would have thought. Yeah. 
So, I mean, if they do that, I should be able to at least get one in a day. Yeah. And if it really grabs me, more. And then there'll be, what, <laughs> eight to ten episodes, probably? So it's... Well, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm kind of guessing ten at least. I would think so. Let me, uh, let me check while we chat. Ooh. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said, they've got some good good um, actors in there. You know, of course, Superman. Mm-hmm. So you know, Henry Cavill is the main character. So, and they throwing a lot of money at it. So yeah, Netflix are not short of money. If any, oh, uh, all episodes. So let's say twenty then. Uh, there's eight episodes, and every single episode will download on Netflix on the twentieth of December. Ooh. <laughs> So that is that's pretty good. Yep. If I wasn't busy on Saturday, you know what I'd be doing Friday night. <laughs> you would be watching yep. <laughs> all of The Witcher, so, uh, and then you just have to avoid all the spoilers on the internet. Yes, which is the kicker. But hopefully, everybody will be busy talking about Star Wars. To, well, yeah, <laughs> uh, to, to sort that out. Uh, I've been watching a lot of the Star Wars stuff ramp up today, and yeah. a couple of friends of mine are going to watch the midnight showing tonight. Yep, and I'm not into that. I don't want to be. No, I've got the energy for that. A couple of guys from work might have done that or planned really? it. But it's like you say, I mean, I'm going to avoid everything that I can. I've already seen um, Kevin Smith put out a post that he'd seen it, and of course, Hamill himself was there and all this. Yeah. But all he said was really enjoyed it. So. And that, that's the thing. It's like I was. I put a tweet out today, and you could see people hashtagging and going, "Ooh, it's today, it's tonight, and it's tomorrow, and all that sort of stuff." Yeah. And and I'm like, I'm ex- I'm genuinely excited to watch another Star Wars film because you know, we we were both from a time when we were around before the first one came out, and it came out, and then things were never the same ever since. But uh, you're just waiting for the backlash. <laughs> because it's just common nowadays, isn't it, for for a bunch oh, of people yeah. to go? Do you know what? I really like that film, and then for this big tsunami of just vile, nasty hatred to come out from all these idiots yep. who seem to think it's not just a film, and that if they didn't like it, they have to spend their waking hours just ripping it to bits. Yep. And I'm hoping that's not the case, but oh. I think it's bound to be, which is a shame. Uh, I must admit, on a lighter note, though. One thing that I saw, and I hope that this was posted satirically, <laughs> was basically a case of a, a did you know? And it was a case of did you know that before Mark Hamill starred in episode four, The New, uh, New Hope, yeah. he'd never seen a Star Wars movie? That's amazing. Yeah, you would hope. <laughs> yeah, you would, you would hope that that's <laughs> satirical. Some, some people would probably believe that, though. Some people are like, oh my God, that's amazing. And they wouldn't think about it. <laughs> that is quite good. Oh, uh, but yeah, it was one of those. I kind of I had to do a double take in this case. Of, please tell me you're not posting that. Yeah, in all seriousness. Somebody, uh, there seems to be a common sort of tweet thread that goes out now. It's like say something you can say during this and during sex, and it seems to be like different things and yes. I saw one today. It's like what can you say during Star Wars and during sex? And I thought, well, there's so many. You know, yep. cover me porkins. Yeah. Uh, judge me by that. my. You came in that thing. I don't care what you smell. Get in there, you big furry elf. Uh, <laughs> judge me by my size. But I, I, I opted for uh, Red Five standing by. But uh, I thought, oh, no, I'm not going to go super harsh because, you know, kiddies might be reading the timelines. But there's. Uh, uh, 
there's, there's a lot. There's, yeah, don't worry about it. She's my sister. He's my yeah. She's my sister. <laughs> it's, there's a lot. It's, it's quite a filthy script, as the old uh, Star Wars movies. But <laughs> yeah, I am really looking forward to watching Rise of Skywalker. And oh. and until I do watch it, I'm gonna have to go dark on Twitter. Oh, and yeah. and podcast listening and everything because it's it's that time when every single person talks about spoilers and Star Wars and and stuff. So, well, we I had one this morning traveling into work. Uh, I listened to the local radio station and uh, what have you. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that came on, they were going on about Christmas films. Okay. So he taking a slight detour off this, mm-hmm. um, and I've got to say that. I, my kind of view of the host of this kind of, you know, the, the breakfast show went up because of one thing that he said. And apparently he'd opened this up and he'd come under so much flack for it. <laughs> but they were going on about Christmas films and there is one that he really can't stand. Yeah. And I, with all that he said about it, I've got to agree. So I'm throwing this one out there, and I know there's going to be backlash. <laughs> Probably to start with from Rob. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to do it anyway. And that is, because apparently it's rated as the number one Christmas movie. Okay. And that is Elf. Yeah. See, Elf, I, I quite like it. I don't, I don't own it. I don't feel the need to watch it. But if it's on TV and I happen to see it, it makes me chuckle a couple of times. But people really do rave about that film, don't they? I don't know why. I've never laughed at it. See, I'm a bit like I would Will Ferrell. I've seen some films where he makes me chuckle a little bit. Yeah. But his sort of comedy always looks really forced. Like, hey, I'm going to make everybody laugh with this jokes I've written six hours ago type thing. And yeah. I've, I, it, I'm not a massive... Oh, look, Will Ferrell, he's in the film. I'll go watch that, because he's great. I used to be saying with Jim Carrey. Yeah. But, yeah, Elf, they do, they do love it. Um, it's, it's definitely, if I had to do a top 50 Christmas films, that probably wouldn't even be in it. Yeah, uh, this is it. I, I would specifically leave that out. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I just can't... It's one that I just can't stand... Really, it's too puerile. Mm-hmm. You know, there are other ones that are a lot more funny if you want funny. Yeah, yeah, uh, a lot more watchable if you want that. Yeah. See, I was nervous. I'm like, what film are you going to go for? I'm like, please don't go for It's a Wonderful Life because <laughs> that's a good film. But I thought, oh god, what's, oh, what, what is this? What is this Christmas film that's the number one one that, that Bob does not like at all? But no, well, see, if someone had asked me. What's the number one Christmas film? I'd have probably said It's a Wonderful Life. Snap, yeah. It's a Wonderful Life, Home Alone. Yeah. Uh, you know, White Christmas, you know. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And then everybody coughs up the Die Hard one, which... That's the thing. It's main, main Die Hard is a film, and it's a Christmas film. So I, yep. don't, I don't understand why it's, why it's that film that's always a debate. <laughs> Every year, it's like, have we not concluded this debate is, is, is this still a thing but it keeps why, coming back year after year after year you get I, again i'm going to come in come under flack you know, under fire for this from various kind of listeners but i'm going to put it out there because it is contentious and it'll get people talking even if it is firing flack at me 
And that is that I think a lot of the people that dismiss Die Hard as a Christmas movie are of the fairer sex. Yes. You know, they'll quite happily kind of watch things like Love Actually and all this. But, you know, you put Die Hard in there, it's because, no, that's not a Christmas movie. See, I don't, I don't get how they can say it's not, though. Because it's like without... It's set on with, Christmas Eve. It's set on Christmas Eve. It's got lots of Christmas Eve uh, it's Christmas a Christmas music party. in it. If yeah, if it wasn't Christmas, then jump. They wouldn't. There wouldn't be a party. So therefore, there wouldn't be hostages. So therefore, you, McLean wouldn't be there to visit his wife and apologise yep. for whatever he's done on Christmas. Yeah, I don't. And then they go, yeah, but if you you could change that thing to anything else, well, you could change anything to anything else. Yep. It was like, I think Stu Miller used to say this about The Greatest Showman. He, he wasn't, I don't think he was a fan of that film. He said, because, you know, the only good thing about it was the songs. And if you took the songs out, you've no film. I think, well, if you took anything, if you took all the good bits out of a good film, it wouldn't be a good film. Yeah. You take all the space battles and stuff out of Star Wars, it's not going to be a good film. <laughs> it just makes, it makes no sense whatsoever. So this whole Die Hard is not a Christmas film. Lark, it it always always baffles me. Yeah, I mean, it's like I say, I'm I'm a great believer in you know it ain't Christmas until you've seen Hans Gruber fall from Nakatomi Plaza. Isn't it? And did you know the trivia that when they drop him, that that's actually his real reaction? Yeah, because didn't they go early or something? <laughs> yeah, they're like, right, we're gonna go on on three or five, and they're like, one, two, drop. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he was not happy with that. But he understood why they did it, but he was not a happy camper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he dropped him, I think, like 40 feet into airbags. Yeah. So it's, uh, but yeah. Bless <laughs> Alan Rickman. He's amazing. Oh, uh, fantastic actor. I loved him. Yes. But I would definitely check out that TV show, uh, The Movies That Make Us. The yes. Die Hard one. The Die Hard one's really good. The Ghostbusters one's really good. Uh, the Home Alone one's very funny because it was like, it was originally it was an $18 million budget. And Warner Brothers went, paying that, that's way too expensive and then uh, they, they sort of bailed out and then Fox took over, paid the money and then the film made a stupid amount of money and yep. made an absolute fortune, so it's, there's lots of sort of uh, crazy stories I was going to say, have you seen the uh, crazy mashup that someone's done for Home Alone? No <clears throat> They basically just put um, a, another actress face over Macaulay Culkin and I've put it out as Home Stallone. That could work. I'd watch that. <laughs> that would work. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of wordplay there, but I loved it. Yeah. So, so what are some of the... Let's go for TV shows next. What are some of the best? And it could be old ones, could be new ones. What are some of the memorable TV stuff that you've watched this year? Ooh. It'd have to be things like um, Sherlock... Preacher, Mash is always going to come into that because it's uh, Mash has. Yeah. I, I mean, just sideline here, hijacking the conversation. Um, one of uh, last weekend, I was out at my brother and sister-in-law's golden wedding, and um, <clears throat> one of their friends came along from over here. So we're all in a minibus going over there, a group of us. And I've met this guy once before, and uh, he is a bit of a film fan. He loves his kind of old films and what have you, so we're always talking. And one of the things, well, several of the things we found out was common interests is MASH. 
So spent a lot of time talking about Mash with him. Also, his, his favourite movie of all times is also one of my favourites, Kelly's Heroes. Good choice, yep. So, yeah, great guy. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but it was, it was great talking about Mash. And, of course, I, I shared um, Neil's story about, uh, you know, sad story about the uh, the fires over there. Yes, indeed. But, uh, yeah, I have the footage of the yeah of the set, which I'm very grateful that Neil managed to capture. I'm sure Neil's very grateful that he's captured it as well. So. Oh, too true. Just need to do something with that. Need to show it to you. Mm. So I need to do it. I've still got it in a hard drive. <laughs> so, yeah, basically it's a case of um, MASH is definitely up there. I've got to sit down and rewatch Boston Legal because that's always a good one. We lost one of the main cast members. Yes, of, uh, Boston. I didn't know. Rob was telling me on the last podcast because he, he was on about um, sort of people that had passed away and stuff, and he mentioned Rennie, and I'm like, "What?" So I must have missed that. Usually, I pick up on all those things, but uh, yeah. for some reason, I guess it must have been a news day elsewhere, be it with yeah. elections again, or something or other. But tie in with Mash there. He was in Mash, was he? Yes, but the film, not the TV. Oh, he didn't he play? Did he play a preacher? The, the he father? did. He played Father Mulcahy. Mm-hmm. So well done. <laughs> yep. Because I'm thinking, who would he play? Yep, it'd definitely be uh, be Mulcahy. Yep. So yeah, so we, we lost him. So crazy. It so mo- movies. I mean, obviously, Thelma and Louise is not going to be in your top list because you've not managed to watch that. In the same way, Seven Samurai is not in my list yet, or or My Life as a Courgette is in neither of our lists. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, any that spring to mind where you go, do you know what? That was one of the special movies I've seen this year. Um, it'd have to be, uh, I think, was it early part of this year? Or I'm trying to remember now because it's that long ago, but I'm getting old. Um I think it was this year that I watched the um, Murder on the Orient Express. I think it probably was. I think it was probably very early this year. Wasn't yeah. It? So I think that was one of the highlights. Um, again, a contentious one, potentially, but I really loved Jumanji, the kind of new one. Yes. Yep. Um, again, it's one that I watched with my daughter, and we both loved it. So we're looking forward to the, the new one coming out of that. Are you going to go to cinema and watch it, or just wait for it on that home release? I'm not sure. I'll have to see, because um, <clears throat> we've got a cinema near us over here. So it might. I've not been to it yet. Okay. So it might be a good excuse. Might well be. Yeah. I mean, we've got to do the scouting of it, yeah. So. Yeah, of course you do. It'd be rude not to, wouldn't it? <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's only a few miles away. That's, um, I mean, basically that's down in Cleveland. So it's on the front. So it's a nice one, an easy one to get to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, plan on that probably. Good, good. So when is it out? It's out already, I think. Is it? Yeah, yeah I th- I'm pretty sure it came out last week. Or, or in that case, like that. what very... I might do is over the Christmas when I've got Emily. Like I said, I'm picking her up. up yeah, I've got it for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Can't do them then. Yeah. But what I might do is when I pick her up on lunchtime Friday the 27th, mm-hmm. might come back over and catch either an afternoon or an evening viewing of that then, yeah. if it's on. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a plan. Exactly. And it'll probably be, probably be pretty quiet as well because everybody's still be watching Star Wars. Mm. Or will yeah. they? Will everybody just rush to watch Star Wars in the first week? <laughs> and then... Uh, and then spend the rest of the time bitching about it on the internet. Yeah. 
Who knows? <laughs> so, uh, other kind of movies. Um, well, I had. I won't go through a detailed list of mine because I did it with the Stu Miller one. But I had uh, John Wick three in mine because that was a cinema experience. It was good, it's but insane. I mean, it, it's it's special effects spectacular. Oh god, yeah. But again, I'm throwing it out there, ready to be shot down. But I preferred one and two. Yeah, no, I did. I think I'm. I think one and two are more rewatchable. Yeah. Because I went to see number three, thinking number two was great, number one was great. Let's see what the third one is. And the whole right, we're up and running. We're not going to stop until the end credits. Just blew my mind. My eyes, yeah. eyes were bleeding. The choreography is amazing. The film oh, is yeah. gorgeous. I can't then, knock it on anything apart from the fact that the story is too far fetched. And it is a little bit, because I went, I think probably about a week after, I thought, I'm taking Annette to watch this, because it was amazing. Yeah. And then, upon rewatching it the second time, you go, eh, choreography's still pretty good, but I don't know if I need to rewatch this film again anytime soon. And then Annette's feedback was, I liked it, but I preferred the other two, and yeah. it wasn't much of a storyline, so it mirrors what you've just said. I mean, number one was believable. Yeah. You know, Number two, little more far-fetched, but still <laughs> believable. Number three, nowhere near. No. <laughs> Everybody in New York is an assassin. Yeah. And for some reason, nobody is capable of shooting John Wick in the head. I don't quite understand that. You've got all these assassins, and not one of them is capable of a headshot. Yep. So that that was quite odd. But I had John Wick 3. I had The Mule, which is Clint Eastwood film, where he's... It's, it's a newish one where he ends up being a drug runner. Someone was telling me about cartel. that. I think, think it was um, my brother's friend. Like I said, he basically mentioned that, and he said, it's really good, watch it. It is really good. So that ended up in my top ten. Uh, Old Man and a Gun, which is uh, Robert Redford. He's come yeah. out of retirement, and he plays an armed bank robber. Uh, Harpoon, which is one of my favourite films, where three people are stuck on a boat, and bad things happen. I love those sort of <laughs> limited you know, location movies. Mm-hmm. They're great. Darling, which was a Poly- Pollyanna Macintosh film, which part of that is because of the whole the viewing experience of that for me this year, sitting down chatting with her, you know, finally getting to meet her and, <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. So that was good. The Irishman, which is on Netflix, which is the Mark yeah. Scorsese three and a half hour short film. <laughs> uh, yesterday, which is the new Danny Boyle film, where a guy gets hit by a car, wakes up in a world where the Beatles don't exist, yep. but he can remember all the lyrics, so he decides to become a, a better musician. I do want and, to watch um, that. It's really good. It's really good. And a couple of documentaries. One which is about football, which I can't stand football, but the documentary is Diego Maradona, which yeah. uh, is the same guy that did Senna which yeah. is a great documentary. And the final one, which caused me to change my eating habits, uh, The Game Changers. Yeah. Well, one that I've picked up and I've still got to watch, I've got it downstairs on Blu-ray, is um, the one, is it called Fisherman's Friend? Oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. the one where it's a case of, you know, it, it's basically a case of another Brit flick where it's dumbed down in a Devon uh, or Cornish village or something? Mm-hmm. I've known a few people that have seen that, and they said it's really good. I mean, there's some fantastic people starring in it. Yeah, I remember. I mean, who's in it? Could you off the top of your head? Um, that- oh Christ! Uh, I remember looking at the cover, thinking that's a good cast list. Yeah, um, I, I'm going to have to check. Bear with me, because okay. it's one of those I, I can picture them. Yeah. But I've had a few drinks, to tell the truth. So. Oh, what have you had? <laughs> what have you had? 
Um, I've gone through, well, I've had a couple of bottles of um, fruit ciders. Yep. And uh, I've gone through a rather large glass of Jägermeister. Nice. Sounds like a fun evening. <laughs> so, I've yeah. Gone, James Purifoy. Okay. Yeah, James Purifoy. Um, David Heyman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Mays. Yep. Your mate. Noel Clark. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, that's probably where I've seen the, the title from. Yeah, uh, a few others in there that look uh, kind of names, but yeah, Noel Clark apparently plays um, the kind of boss of Daniel Mays right. and basically sends him down to this village. He's a, some kind of record producer or something. Yeah. So, like I say, and then it's like I say, the, the, the fishermen are, are basically end up singing. So, you might not like it knowing you. It's no, yeah. It, it'll probably <laughs> sit on my pile for a little while and then I'll think, sod it, I'll watch it, and then I'll probably really like it. Well, like I say, uh, you know, I, I know we shouldn't be doing this, but I, I'll have a watch of it over Christmas, and uh, I will pass it on. Fantastic. Well, I have a big pile of films to pass on to you as well. So <laughs> I think it's okay that we pass them on. These are these are legit DVDs and Blu-rays. So, exactly, yeah. You know, It's not like we're swapping memory sticks or whatever. Oh, true, true, but... <laughs> we, we, you know, and then we'll talk about it, and then you know, people well, will run out and buy it. Okay. So we, help, we help the world. Yeah, put, put, putting this to you as a kind of legal thing because yep. a lot of the times they say kind of you know not to be lent out blah 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 you know you've got all these disclaimers on you know on the backs of dvds and blu-ray cases yep. you know not to be lent out not to be watched by parties over so many numbers blah 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 mm-hmm. but there is nothing stopping me from handing that in selling it to cex getting it <laughs> yeah, and then you buying it and watching it yeah, I was just thinking that. It's like, if it was illegal for you to go, do you know what, here's Fisherman's Rents. You, I've, yeah. I bought it, you can have it now, you can watch yeah. it. Oh, it's illegal, you go to jail. But then, If that was illegal, then CEX would not be allowed to function because effectively yeah. that's what you're doing. Well, that's worse. It. That's worse yeah. than giving the stars it away and selling the, it. Yeah, the stars of that film, the producers of that film, the studios that have done it are getting nothing from no. CEX reselling. Exactly. So, what's the difference of that and me going? I've watched this film. Have a look at it. You know, it's really good. You know, it's not like I'm passing it round everyone. You know, I have a very select number of friends that I would pass these on. To. But, but also, how different is that? So, uh, so we've covered the CEX one, yeah. where you know, well, you can trade it in and you can get money for it or store credit and you buy something else. And we've also covered the, you giving it to me because you've watched it. Yeah. You either liked it or you didn't like it. You go, do you know what? Of it and give it for me. How is that different from me going, I'm going to buy Bob this DVD for Christmas. I pay the money for it. I then give you the film. Good point. I, I don't think there's any difference from you having watched it and then giving it me to I've not watched yeah. it. I'm going to give it you. It's exactly the same. Well, like I say, I was just checking for the quality. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I was just making sure it worked. I mean, that's, yeah. you, you don't want to give a, a you know, a, a faulty product. No, I was just oh. making sure it worked. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't think anybody's ever gone to prison for loaning anybody a DVD. It depends what's on the DVD, though. There's probably certain types oh, yeah. of 
home movies or whatever that you're yeah. probably not supposed yeah, we to. We won't cover those. <laughs> no, we don't cover those. We don't watch those, but we don't cover those either. <laughs> There's just probably different podcasts out there for that sort of stuff. <laughs> so, um, so how many presents do you think you will have to open on Christmas Day itself? Do you generally, do you have like a big pile of presents or are you kind of like me, we end up with like three people buying them for you? Um, it's one of those odd ones. I mean, this year is going to be different anyway because, unluckily, Dad passed away, as you know. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be the first Christmas without Dad there kind of thing. But um, it's still a case of... I, I think the normal process will still happen, which is um, whenever we, you know, the family get together <clears throat> and we open presents in a round-robin fashion. So... I'll take down presents for everyone. You know, like I say, we all meet up with my sisters. Janet will have her, all her presents for everyone. Mum will bring down her presents for people. Um, <clears throat> you know, things that I've got from friends, I'll normally take down, and Janet does the same. And dotted around the room then, there are piles of presents. So Janet's presents will be in one area, Emily's presents in another, my presents next to me, Mum's presents next to her, etc. And then we open them in a round-robin thing. Yes. Now, logic and, I don't know, um, karma, should we say? We'll say. Um, mm -hmm. Should dictate that the largest pile should be Emily's, her being the child. Of course it should, yeah. However, since I was about seven... My sister has always tried to ensure that she's got the largest pile of presents of anyone. Wow. Why, though? Why? Why should that be a thing? I, I don't, don't know. I don't understand. There's a lot of Christmas things I yeah. really do not get. I'm but get it, into those. she gets some kind of kick out of this weird kind of power craze. I don't know. But you know, she's always tried to ensure that she's got the most presents. You know, so she, it's literally a case of, you know, if... A friend of hers has bought her, say, um, a pack of cosmetics. Yeah. She will make sure that that friend has individually wrapped no, everything why? in there. <laughs> yeah. You know, so oh, look, it's a makeup brush. Oh, look, it's some, you know, it's some eyeliner. It's an eyeliner pencil. Oh, look, yeah, it's not just a case of, you know, Sue bought me this pack of cosmetics. <laughs> so with this one is it a case of well so we'll use sue so sue's bought your sister some presents right uh right sister here is here's your all these presents thank you by the way i'm now going to wrap them individually and reopen them again or does she say right if you're going to get me something can you make sure you individually wrap how does that come about how did they end up individually wrapped if you know I would guess in some instances she's got her own... She's basically individually wrapped them herself after. That's weird. Yep. That's so strange. <laughs> I never claim to have a normal system. <laughs> no. So while we're getting onto things that we don't understand at Christmas, that's definitely one of them. I don't understand people that have lists. <laughs> I understand it's like if you say to me, I'm going to get you something for Christmas, but I'm really stuck... Yeah. Is there anything that you've been trying to get that you've not managed to get yet? And I go, well, yeah, well, actually, there is. I've been wanting to get this thing for a while, but, but I don't understand people. Here's my Christmas list. <laughs> no, okay. I've never understood that. It's just, I don't know. It's weird. I find well, this it weird. is it. I mean, it's one of those things with kids. 
you you kind of sort of ask them it's case of oh you know what's the list you're sending to Santa or you know what would, what presents would you like as they get older yeah. Yeah. so you've got at least a guideline mm-hmm. you know in my situation as well it's got to be a case of okay what's on the list what's on the list that you've not told mummy yes as in which of these things is she not going to get yeah you know so you, I'm, I'm trying to instill into Emily it's a case of right make a list for me make a list for Anne don't have the same thing on both. Yeah, <laughs> you know, try to keep them mutually exclusive. Um, put, put the more expensive things on mummy's list. That's fine. <laughs> I know they always tend to end up on mine. I thought they might. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. Basically, it's a case of with kids, I can understand it, and sometimes, like you say, you've got the situation. It's a case of I've no idea what to get X, and you know. Like I say, my sister's texted me and said, what do you want for Christmas? Yeah. I have no idea. No, you're similar I've had to, to rack me. my brain. Do you not find you're similar to me where it's like, be it a game, be it a movie, be it an item of clothing or whatever. If you go, oh, I want that, you kind of just get it. Yeah. If I see, you know, if a film comes out, you know, it's kiss. oh, you know, we've got a release on Blu-ray on this date. It's kiss. I'm after that. I'll order it. Yeah. You know, it's not a case of after that, I'll add that to my Christmas list. Isn't it? Because how many times, and I know I did it, I think I did it last year, but I can't remember what it was. But you think, hang on a minute, this thing's come out, and I really want that. And I know I've mentioned it, so I better not buy it because I reckon I'm going to get that for Christmas. And you don't get it. And you don't. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, I've got to go get it anyway. So I've had that so many times. But yep. you also, do you get to the point where if you're out with anybody, you feel bad about pointing at things going, ooh, I didn't know that was out. Because then you, it kind of sounds like, I want that for Christmas. I've just dropped you a big hint. No, no, I mean, <laughs> this is it. It's a case of, in most instances, the people that I would be out and about with are friends. And, you know, take yourself, for instance. Yeah, I'm out and about with you. You know, we're both of a similar mind, as we've said here. It's a case of, if I see something that I want, I'd normally buy it. You know, if you know, if I make a comment, I make a comment, but I don't expect that to be a comment of, you know, kind of, oh, I'm making this comment so that they know what to get me. Because, I mean, we've always bought each other stuff that the other person has not expected. I would like to think anyway. Yeah, I mean, the odds on you going out, I've got you a couple of bits. The odds on you going out and picking those things up are a million to one. Yeah, it's you know I'm like oh bloody hell. You kind of think with a curveball. I mean, it's like last year the ones the, the things you got me there, fantastic. But I would never have. Well, I wouldn't have even known where to get them. No. <laughs> you know, so it's one of those. It's a case of we always try and think outside the box. Well, I was in Asda tonight, so a few, so a few hours ago. It's like a week yeah. before Christmas. Just in case anybody's listening to this at some point. And I was walking through the technology section and I saw they had the USB headsets. Yeah. You know, like, like the thing I'm wearing now. And the one that I'm wearing now is probably seven, eight years old or whatever. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? At some point, I'm going to treat myself to another headset. I'll do a bit of research and I'll get another one. Because yeah. you need a certain type to, to plug in and, yeah. and do podcasting and stuff. It's not every single one. So I, I picked one up and I looked at it. I went, oh. And it went, oh, what, what are you looking at? I said, oh, I need a new headset. And then I'm like, shit, that sounds like a Christmas hint. Yeah, she's going to pick up but, on that. But but it shouldn't be a Christmas hint because the one I've just picked up probably isn't suitable 
yeah. for what I wanted for anyway. So I said, no, no. And then we talked about it afterwards. Yeah. She said, oh, I noticed you picked the headset up. I went, yeah, but that, I wasn't hinting it. I needed you to get me one. Yeah. She went, no, no, I wouldn't have got it because I know you probably need a certain type to do the thing. And I'm like, exactly. That's it. So it wasn't a hint. Well, but, this is it. Something yeah. like a headset, you'd want to get it yourself so that you can, A, try it out. You know, because like you say, I don't know about you, but I've bought headsets before that I've put them on and I've thought, even at like the best kind of way you can adjust them, you think that feels too tight or it feels too hot or, you know, yeah. it doesn't feel right. You know, the, the, the boom mic on it doesn't come round far enough or, you know, mm-hmm. so like I say, if you bought that yourself, you can take it back. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, so it, it's the certain things that, I mean, when, when I was seeing kind of people, you know, yes. married and what have you. That, that, what, sound, that sounds well bad. <laughs> when I, I was seeing people you know married I mean? and ever. <laughs> you know, when I was married or when, you know, when I've been seeing people and what have you. Yeah. Um, one of the ones that's always kind of a re- really big one, and of course shows in a certain film, is yep. buying underwear for a, a woman. Yeah. Because, okay, you know, half the time you're not too sure of the size. You're definitely not too sure what the style would be that she'd like, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you know, blokes buy things for blokes. For us. <laughs> yeah, we do. Whether you know, we, we're, well, we, as much as we try and convince ourselves, we don't. And yeah. we generally we don't go. I gotta buy this for me. We go in and go. Do you know what? I think she would love that. I think it would be great. And I quite like the look of it as well. But yeah, no, I know what you yeah. mean. In most instances, what a bloke would buy for a woman is not what a woman would buy for a woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy it. Like, I'd get locked up. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's that. It's one of those odd ones. It's a case of yeah, you know, you've really got to know someone, and there's certain things you would totally avoid buying for them. Yeah. Yeah, like I say, yeah. Things like headsets, no. Yeah, you you'd be iffy about that because it's yep. it's a personal thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but certain things you can easily get away with and what have you, just think outside the box. Yep. I've never struggled to buy anybody presents though. I've never thought I really don't know what to get that person. I've never because I I'm very probably similar to you. Where I'm I'm crazily observant. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm at the point where I'm buying somebody a gift, I know them. <laughs> Yeah. So I know what they'd like. I know what they haven't got. I know what they're not going to go out and buy anyway. Yeah. So I've never struggled. Well, this is it. It's a case of all the people that I consider family or fre- or proper friends, mm-hmm. like you say, you've got a good feel for You know their interests, you know, because they are good friends or the family. You know their interests, what they're into, what they don't like. You know, so you've got a damn good idea. You, to a certain degree, you know what they've already got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's a case of, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've never seen this. I'll get them that. Yeah. I'm I'm wary about, uh, and this year I don't think I bought any books. She doesn't listen to podcasts, that's so fine. But because in the past I have bought them. Yeah. And they're still sitting on the shelf. And she wants to read them, but she's got that many books to read. Mm. they just never get read so I thought this year no it's not happening I'm not buying any books because they've not been read for the previous year so I've kind of thought slightly outside the box but some people get way 
way over the top with Christmas and they will bankrupt themselves. Oh, yeah. Say, I ain't doing that this year. There's nothing worse than how many weeks till payday? Three. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. And I'd, every year I do that. This year, it ain't happening, thanks to uh, a Thomas Cook refund, which took care of a lot of my Christmas shopping last month, so I'm all right with that. But again, you get situations where, you know, not just for the present, at Christmas time, as a homeowner, you've got that whole thing of, I've got to get food in. And you tend to go over the top. <laughs> Twelve chickens. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you know, we've all seen the people in, you know, kind of over here at places like Tesco's, Asda, oh. over over the pond there. You've got you know WalMarts and what have you, and yep. you know it's closed for twenty four hours, yep. maybe a couple more hours. You know, it's basically it's closed Christmas Day. It's opening again on Boxing Day, but they'll still get seven days worth of food. And the go over the top. That is another one of the many things I do not understand. Yeah. About Christmas, it was just. I think the main thing about Christmas I really don't get is it's a time of year when people are supposed to be nice, chilled out, spend time with whoever they want to. But you look at people in the shops and they're so stressed out and snotty and angry and horrible. You're like, why are you even bothering with Christmas if that's what it does to you? Just get rid of it. Well, I've got the whole thing this year. Of course, going down to my sister's on Christmas Day, yep. you know, Boxing Day, I'll either be around at my brother's or we'll be out for a meal probably. Mm-hmm. You know, 27th, picking Emily up, got her for the weekend. But I had to stop myself because I was thinking, what have I got to get in as a joint for Christmas? I'm thinking, if I get a joint in for Christmas, when are we going to cook it and eat it? Yeah, you know. You know, it's a case of, you know, Christmas Day, I'm not in. Boxing Day, we're probably out for a meal mm-hmm. somewhere. You know, 27th, Emily's coming over. If we do go to the cinema first, we'll probably call it somewhere like KFC on the way back or, you know, or a Chinese to get something quick and easy. Yep. You know, the Saturday, if we're out with Jim, it'll be something different there. Mm-hmm. You know, the Sunday, I may do, I may nip to the butchers on the Saturday to get some steak in because you know if we miss on steak Saturday Emily will be a bit miffed mm-hmm. uh, so that'd be a steak Sunday instead Monday probably do something simple in the oven like a lasagna you know so the, other than that all I've got to cover is you know kind of get some cooked meat for sandwiches or whatever for lunch yep. and make sure I've got enough things like um, you know for making pancakes or doing bacon sandwich or sausages, something like that for breakfast. Yep. Or waffles, which is another one we both love. <laughs> but it, but it's so ingrained into us now where oh my god, the, the day's ruined. We have no Brussels sprouts. <laughs> it's yeah. like no, if you don't don't eat them, it's fine. Annette was saying to us, she was like, so what what are we going to get in for Christmas? I mean, our dietary thing's a little bit different this year because we're do, still doing the no meat thing. Yeah. And I just buy a huge. I. I I tend to get these huge selections of everything. Yeah. So it's like, and just whack it all in the oven and just graze throughout the day, and that's fine. You know, nobody, nobody, yeah, exactly. Finger food. Nobody's coming around on Christmas Day. Yep. We're, we've just finished work at midnight, so we're just going to sit there and watch a lot of movies. I'll probably choose and just prepare for the tsunami that is Boxing Day. Yeah. Basically, Christmas Day is going to be finger foods and chocolate. 
in it and a bit of video gaming and yeah. you know all the presents are open within about 40 minutes anyway yeah so it's like well it's that done so it's uh well yeah. this is it. it's a similar thing with those on christmas it's a case of normally janet does the big meal mm-hmm. uh but we're down we get down there normally at about 11 to half 11 in the morning for lunch, I normally take down a selection of cheeses and fruits. So we do like a, a you know a kind of cheese and biscuits and fresh fruit for lunch, which is quite light and nice. Yeah. So literally, all I've got to worry about is on the twenty third finding a decent cheese stall. Yes. Or shop. <laughs> which I'm hoping you'll manage. Well, this is it. Of course, with being in a new town, I've still not found one. Oh. Uh, I've asked around, and apparently on the local market there's one, so I may nip out on the weekend to do that first thing on the Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've also been told it's quite a small one. Okay. Size isn't everything, but... but they, say, um, they say that. Yeah. <laughs> but on the Monday, which is the day I've taken off to do the shopping as such, um, one of the other local towns has a market, and also quite high-class... Um, Supermarket, which I've been told by various people, both instances are very good for cheeses. Yep. So I think uh, a nip to Poulton Le Fylde on the Monday, mm-hmm. um, have a look on the market, and then go into Booths. Yep. So, you know, several people have recommended both. So as long as I can try the cheeses before I buy. <laughs> yep. Which usually they do. They usually have the little. Yeah, it's a case know, of, you know, they'll put your little sliver, sliver, and it's a case of, oh, there you go. Yeah. And that. I mean, like I say, when I was over there, I used to go into um, Mr. Harrison's, you know, butchers, yeah. but also a, a delicatessen and cheese place, and I'd stock up there. Do they know you've moved, or are they just like, wonder where that guy is? <laughs> no, no, they knew I was moving. I, I was hoping to be able to get in again, you know, intermittently, just to kind of stock up on things, but I've not managed to get over on a Saturday yet, properly. No, it's like, I mean, the last time I, I saw you, I think it was... Was it before you moved? I think it was. was yeah, I mean, it was yeah. physically. I mean, we've talked several times yeah. since, but we've not actually met face to face, drunk coffee and things like that. Yeah, a bit of balcony time or whatever. Yeah, I mean, at least proper. we've got we've got the podcasts and phone calls and stuff. But oh, yeah, t- time has just flown by this year. Well, this is it. I'm hoping early in the new year I'll be able to get the house fully sorted, yeah. um, get the guest bed set up etc so that uh, you know should you ever get the free time and the oh, we will wanting to come over you know everything will be set and you'll be more than welcome we will this uh, the trip to wales tomorrow is part of our new regime as and uh yeah. just going out and you know we haven't booked any holidays for tomorrow because we're naturally off anyway yeah so it's so easy to go down one day yeah. see whoever at night and then come back the day after it's, it's yeah. not an issue uh, next year I'm planning on doing that a lot more as well but a couple of minor biggies I'm going to be spending five days in Manchester so I'm going to do the five day Grimfest which <laughs> I've already I've got the time authorised off at work they've accepted it already which I'm quite Wonderful. happy about you actually organise it well done I'm, I'm actually organising it and also I have got I think about seven days eight days off in uh, August so that I can potentially do London Fright Fest for the very first yes. time so I'm going to try and do that. And because it's that far in advance, I can either book the hotel and pay for it when I get there and having saved up for it because I've got more yep. than enough time or just pay for it in advance and get the train tickets dirt cheap and do all that sort of stuff. So Fright Fest London, I'm planning on doing Grimfest for five days 
I'm planning on doing. I'm getting stupidly excited about that. Cause well done. Mick, I'm glad Mick, you've got yourself organised for those. Well, they announced Mick Garris is the first guest, and Mick Garris directed East on Lords, Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Uh, the, Stephen King's The Stand, which Ooh. I love that. I've seen it so many times. <laughs> He's there. So, fingers crossed, I'll be sitting down chatting with Mick Garris. Oh, I hope uh, so. That was, that's my first interview lined up from Grimfest, because, you know, <laughs> I do love that. But it's gone from three days to five days. So what I'm going to do this time is just stay in the hotel down there. There's a hotel in the centre. It's like 30 quid a night. So, so yeah. I've, got till, I've got till October to save up 150 quid. Easy. Yeah, That's this is so it. easy. Bang, there's yeah. a hotel done. Not a problem. Planning it this far in advance, you know what your requirements are going to be. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, you know, if that had dropped like four weeks before you were going, different matter. Yeah. But now it's a case, right, if I put 10 or a week a month... <laughs> Uh, ten or a month fine, away, isn't yeah. it? But then, as uh, I looked at all my all my bills, it sounds like I'm debt ridden. I'm not. I've, I've got a few bills that, yeah. that need paying off and stuff. You know, higher purchase stuff mainly. And I sat down. I think well, like four or five days ago, and I built a spreadsheet. Yeah. That has got. I think I've got seven things on higher purchase through various time frames, all from the from the same company, the AO one that we've talked yes. about. So I thought, right, well, I'm not quite sure how long these have got to run and how much I've got left to pay on them because it just comes out direct debit, twenty quid a year, you know, that sort of thing per month. I thought, right, I want to start paying some of those off. So what's the best way to do it? Well, I need to build a spreadsheet, work out what I've got, what payment is for which item. Yep. And you know how much I've got left to pay off on those. Yeah. Right. Done. So I spent ages. It took me hours going through the account history, my yeah. direct debit history, piecing up what comes out on which date. And my right. Okay. So that's how much I've got. And I thought, right. Well, I'm not going to buy any uh, Blu-rays. So for the next few months. So maybe maybe for the first three four months of the year, I'm not going to buy any. Anytime I want to buy one, I'm going to take the money that I would have spent on it, I'm going to pay it off one of them. Bang, 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 bang. And just chip away. And maybe the same yeah. with takeaways. Going, each time I want to take away, nope. I'm going to still spend the money, but I'm going to pay off a bill. And I'm going to chip away at stuff like that. So thus end Good up uh, in- increasing my uh, my spare money. So then I'm going to snowball it. Exactly. So, uh, so that's part of my plan, just to get a bit more financially organized, which is always a good thing. Good move. I may have to uh, start doing the same. It is because I mean you don't need to buy any Blu-rays. Well, this is it. You've, I mean, you've, you've got so much yeah. to watch already. Yeah, if I looked in the cabinets that I've got downstairs, where I've put, like, say, all the DVDs and Blu-rays. Yep. There is so much that I've still not watched. So much that I want to watch again. <laughs> Isn't it? But we still keep buying them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yep. So it's one of those. You start thinking, well, okay, you know, do I really need this? No. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll wait. Maybe six months, pick it up in, you know, like you say, CEX or wherever. Yeah. Or, or like you say, you know, when mum asks me, oh, what do you want for your birthday? Let's get up. That, right. That film. Yeah. Well, you go into HMV and it's on the five for 30 quid. Yeah. Rather than the 19 pounds. For brand new. Each. Yeah. So it's just, it, it's a way to catch up on the films you've not yet watched. It's also a way to not throw money out when you don't really need to. Well, one of the ones that I got uh, a few weeks ago, and um, I know that certain friend of yours will be very appreciative of this. Um, basically, I was, I think it was Asda that I was in, and they had the Blu-ray of uh, Conan. Nice, yep. And it was something daft like one ninety nine or 2 99 oh, yeah. And I thought, 
fine. I'm getting that. Yep. <laughs> For that, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like you say, it's not that kind of, oh, it's brand new, it's 15 quid or 19.99 or whatever. No. So. <laughs> so. So that's one of my plans to get financially more organized. Uh, I think, I don't even know where I was headed with that one, but that was sort of a bit like a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, we've been rambling that. on a bit. <laughs> I think we're rambling. Uh, I think my, my main uh, New Year's resolutions, I think, is to be, and I can't think of, figure out a good way to, to make it not sound bad, but just to be a bit more selfish. Yes. Is to be a little bit less, what do you want to do? And a little bit more, actually, I really want to do that, so I'm going to do it whether you want to do it or not type thing. Uh, To be a bit more like that. Here's a weird one for you. And this will make me sound like a total weirdo. (laughs) I apologize ahead. But um, one of the things that I've been doing a lot when I've been on call and tied to the computer, recently, rather than playing computer games constantly in the downtime kind of thing, I've been watching various things on YouTube. Okay. And I have no idea why, but for some reason, popped up on my list of, you know, suggested viewing on there. Um, there was this kind of like self-help channel, if you would. Okay. And I thought, that sounds weird. But I watched one, and it was a case of, uh, a lot of it is basically a case of, without putting too fine a point on it, what women look for in blokes. Yeah. And yeah, I watched it out of pure interest, thinking, is this going to be total bunkum? <laughs> Isn't it? And it was a case of the way that they put this across, because it was a woman that was doing it, and she's actually a counsellor over in Canada, I think it is. Right. And listening to this, and I'm thinking, well, that sort of makes sense. It's not exactly politically correct, but it sort of makes sense. Yep. So it, it basically, it boiled down to the whole ideas of like, you know, what women look for in blokes is basically the ability to protect them, yep. um, ability, well, basically kind of health as well. So mm-hmm. they don't want a, you know, a bloke that's going to keel over. <laughs> no. And uh, basically provide for. But, yep. you know, then it went on to a case of things that women find attractive. And... I, I kind of had a real giggle because this basically, I am the archetypal opposite. Oh. When I was in a relationship, you know, married and all this, and yep. it's in every relationship that I've been in, and this ties in with what you've said there, and it's basically a case of you think you're doing the right thing in saying kind of, oh, what would you like to do? You know, and constantly deferring. Mm-hmm. No. Apparently, really? I mean, don't like that. Oh, why don't they tell us? Well, this is it. They don't <laughs> want to. According to this person, it's all a shit test. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, there you go. It's one of those weird ones. They, they basically want you to be able to stand your ground and stand up for yourself. Ooh, that, that could be... Yeah, I'm, I'm up for that. We, let's try that in 2020. Well, this is it, yeah. So, like I say, it's basically a case of put yourself first sometimes or at least know what you want. I think that's part of the reason I've I've done the, the fright fest thing and the grim fest thing. Yeah, you know, it's not a case of I don't think it's a case of Annette and I are going to go do it. It's a case of I'm going to go do it. I mean, I think with the fright fest, it was originally planned that me and Stu Miller were going to do yes. it, but I don't know whether he's going to go because he's at a festival a couple of weeks before. I have no problem going down and doing it myself. It's fine. Well, again, I, and the same same with Grimfest. So it's, but it's a case of I want to do it. Therefore, I'm going to book it. I'm going to get the time off, and I will pay for it. <laughs> Done. See, see you in a week. 
And if, but again, if Steve like Miller that, wants to do that, even if he's off two weeks before at a festival, yeah. mm-hmm. he's got eight months' notice. Yeah, that's exactly. There's no excuses there. Yeah, if he wants to do it, he'll do it. Yeah. If he doesn't want to do it, he shouldn't mourn. No, no, not <laughs> at all. And I'd already put this to him, saying, look, here's the plan for next year, and he was very keen. Yes. But then he's now mentioned this, so I, and I'm not. At the end of the day, it's like, I want to do it for me. Yeah. If he doesn't want to do it, I'm, you know, yeah. I'll still do it anyway. I'm not going to let it torpedo my plans. Yeah, but if he doesn't want to do it, and he, he then starts mourning, shoot him down. Yeah, I'd be like, well, if you, you know, don't mourn about it's it. Case, if you want to do you it, you notice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not organising it all for you. I'll happily help you if you need anything, like yeah. with the press passes and stuff. But so it's not yeah, like so, you dropped it on him a week before you were going. <laughs> no, not at He's all. He's had a like, year. It's a year in advance. <laughs> so that's part of my plan to be a bit more, uh, not self-centred, but I, I know what I mean, and I know what yeah. it sounds, but it's just there's not a very good label for a, it at the minute. A little more assertive. Yeah, let's put it that way. Yeah, more assertive. You know what you want, and you're going to stand up for yourself. Yeah. So there's there's a few minor changes. You're not being confrontational. You're not no, no, dismissive. Not. You're basically it's case of, I want to do this, and I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I've already reached out to Clint, who runs um, October Coast PR company in Australia. So he Neil Johnson knows him. Clint is amazing at the PR. The amount of stuff that he sends me through and his team mm-hmm. sends through is great. And a lot of the times they send through interview requests. So it's like, do you want to speak to Michael Bean? Do you want to speak to Michael Madsen? All these wow. sort of things. You're like, well, I don't have the ability to record phone calls at the minute it's something i'm working on with the the new phone and stuff i've got but generally these conversations are done over skype so i emailed clint the other week and i said look you know i do get a lot of interview requests through yeah but because of the technology i've got at the minute it's not phone based and i'm in the uk and you're in australia i don't want to be paying your phone bill for you because that's quite hefty if you're on the phone for like half an hour at a time uh, so i'd message him i said if there are any that do skype can yeah. you let me know? And I could turn it into podcast, blah, blah, blah. So now what Clint started doing is he's emailing me. He's only done it once because it's only a couple of weeks back since I messaged him. But he's sending me through once a month all the people that are willing to do Skype conversations. So I've got to have so many more interview podcasts next year, which will then progress what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So, so that's one of the slight changes. I mean, we're still going to do our show, but they may be less frequent when you and Rob are on them, for example. Yeah, you know, it won't necessarily be every single week. Blah 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 blah. What have we watched? What have we done? Because it's I do enjoy those shows, but they don't progress. If that makes sense, they don't really progress the publicity angle that I'm doing. So we may end up doing half the amount of shows that we do. Yes, and the other will be filled with interview podcasts and stuff like that. So yeah, that's one of the the potential changes. And then if you've watched a bunch of stuff and we go, right, let's do a podcast, then we could just do one. Yeah. And just put an extra one in. So Well, I'm gonna jump in here and suggest something to you. Mm-hmm. You're saying about the fact that you've not got the ability to record telephone calls. Yep. But you can do Skype. Yeah. What about buying Skype telephone number? I did think about it. I looked into that I think probably about a year ago. Yeah. And that is potentially one way to go, isn't it? Well, this is it. I know that I, I know it used to be you couldn't get them in the UK. Yeah, now no, now you come. Yeah. So I was thinking whether that I don't know what the cost is, but 
I don't think it's too much because I remember when I looked into it, I can't remember why, but there was a specific reason. Yeah. Where I'm like, maybe I can set that up just for the next few weeks because there was some some sort of inter- I don't know what it was, but there was something that yeah. obviously sprung to mind. I'm like, maybe this is what I can do, and it doesn't look like it's it's much more than like a Netflix subscription. Yes. So it's not like a scary amount. I think it's not too bad an amount, but that is probably something I could look at. And then doing it that way, because in theory I could still record them all using the same software. So, but it's I'm using a whiteboard at home, so I'm getting so organised in the background, yeah, ready for 2020 with the the editing of the Mimi films, with the way the computer's set up, with the way I'm doing the podcasts, with theme songs being edited and yeah. all these sort of things. So I'm I'm shuffling. A lot of people don't do New Year's resolutions. I like them. Yeah, because it's a case of right. Well, let's start a new year. Let's start some new chapters. Let's get this get this show on the road. So I do genuinely quite like New Year's resolutions, and I usually do stick to them. <laughs> usually, not always, but yeah, uh, you know, more more often than not. <laughs> so yours are what are yours? Oh, again, probably similar to you. I want to become more assertive. Um, there are certain people that will be upset by this and I'm not going to apologise <laughs> they, they will either get over it or they won't yeah. either way it's not your problem is it but yeah this is it it's, the bottom line is I want to be more me I was going to use that phrase I was waiting for you to think and I'm like yeah that's exactly the phrase that I would use it yeah, yeah I want to find me because I think I've lost me a little bit yes I'm the same yeah. You know, I think back to what I was, sorry, who I was rather than what I was. Yeah. Um, 10 years, 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've learned a lot since then, so I can't really knock that much. But I also want to get back who I was in many ways. You know, you, you can incorporate your kind of, you know, your experiences into that. That's not a problem. Yeah. But I preferred the me of then to the me yeah. that I have been in more recent years. I'm going to say snap, and I mean that by the way I prefer me. Yes. To the way I was, not the prefer the yeah. you. But I know what this. you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got nothing against who I am now, but I think I've allowed some of the experiences that I've gone through to change me in a negative rather than positive way. Snap, yeah. I mean, I, I noticed on um, you know on Twitter, you've got the positive, you know, thing. Yeah, I did that today, yeah. and a couple of people joined in, which is quite nice. Yeah, I, I did the same. You did. It's quite nice. So I'm just going to keep that keep that going over the next because I see a lot on the, the Twitter feed that I've got a lot of people are just so miserable. But and the thing is, it's like if people are miserable, it's fine because we yeah. all get miserable. But some people's timelines are just filled with talking about how miserable they are. I think, and, how, and it, I think that feeds into it and makes yeah. them worse. If I'm it does. Honest. It's self-perpetuating. Mm. I think a lot of the times we let our negative experiences overwhelm us. Yeah, we do. You know, it's basically a case of, uh, as I put on there, it's a case of I've had a lot of things that have gone wrong. Yeah. Everyone does. It's half of life. You, know, you can't get it right all the time. 
It'd yeah, be nice, but uh, yeah, if everything went amazingly all the time, there would no, there would be no good and bad. Exactly, because you wouldn't know any difference. So you've got to have the awful to appreciate the amazing. I think. But as well, it's like everything that happens to you, you end up meeting people through what happens, whether it's good or bad, and yeah. some of those people are have a really good. You know, you get a good rapport with them. You feel good chatting with them. You know, they become good friends. Yeah, so you've got to take the positives and it's a case of, okay, this happened to me which was negative, but I met such and such and I've got them as a friend now. And that's a positive. It is. Yeah, every cloud does have a silver lining if you know where to look. It's just hard yeah. sometimes to look that way. And even if there's a cloud, you know what, it's giving you a nice bit of shade. Yeah. So you're not gonna get so you're not gonna get sunburnt. And sometimes <laughs> it's nice to get rained on. It is, because yeah. it cools you down. Exactly. I've never been, uh, I, I don't dislike the rain. I hate torrential rain, but I'm not, you know, yeah. oh no, it's raining, I need to hide under a brolly or whatever. No. But I think all in all for me, this year has been, I would class it as not a great year due to monkey viruses and health issues and yeah. all that sort of stuff, which thankfully I'm on, on top of now. But, you know, to, to sort of counteract that, I'm now friends with the Soska sisters. Yes. I finally met Pollyanna McIntosh. I've had an amazing time at Grimfest. I've shot two feature films with Lamissa and her mum. Uh, again, I've met Neil, Tracy, met Tracy's son, Aaron. So I've had so, the, the highlights have been amazing. Yeah. And the lowlights is generally, yeah, it's a bit of a shit year. <laughs> if I was to describe this year, I would say it's not been the best year ever, but some of the highlights have been life highlights they always say the lower the lows the higher the highs yeah definitely i mean yeah i've lost my father this year but yeah. the positive things that come out of that is you know the family gets together then and i've recontacted family members that i've not talked to in years and they have you know historically they've been very good friends and we've lost contact through without putting too fine a point on it, relationships, whether it be mine or theirs. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I look at my cousin Tony. You know, we, we basically, we were at school together. We used to go drinking a lot. We've had many, many happy times, you know, uh, really good friends. It ended up a case of um, he got together with another mutual friend that was of the fairer sex, um, they ended up marrying, lost contact, you know, through what's gone on recently, back in contact. Yeah. So it's good, things like that, you know, so. It is. You've, you've got, I mean, the negatives. Yeah. Are, are, they suck. They genuinely do. Yeah. But you've, if you can flip even part of that into something positive. Yeah. And re recycle the bad times into something that can turn into great times or even just good times. Yeah. That's, that's all you can ask for, isn't it? Sometimes there's no... I mean, a lot of the times, there's no way to avoid those negatives coming. Oh, no. You know, but... Sometimes you you've got to hit... You know, you get hit by things and you've got to roll with the blows. Yeah, of course you You do. know, don't get me wrong. Sometimes things go wrong and you are going to feel down and that's not... There's nothing wrong with feeling down. No. You know, it's a natural reaction. You know, if you're depressed about something, there's a good reason for it. You know, but also, if something good happens, don't throw it away. Think, well, oh, I'm going to, yeah, I, I want to embrace this and bring it back into my life or bring it into my life if it's something new. 
It's like I'm at my, I'm not at my night job at the minute, cause obviously, because that'd be weird. Yeah. I'd love to be able to podcast there, <laughs> but you know, I'm, I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm ready to move on from that one within like a, ne- you know, the next twelve months or whatever. Because, yes. You know what? I think I've done everything I need to do here. I'm not going to go in any direction that I thought I might go in. It's yeah. fine. And yet, whenever I'm feeling really fed up at work, I just sit for 30 seconds and go, do you know what? A couple of months ago, I was sitting in a movie festival interviewing really famous directors. Yes. And they knew who I was and they, they're friends <laughs> with me and all this sort of stuff. And you just sort of distract your mind yeah. from the negative going, look at all that cool crap I've done. Yeah. I'm quite impressed with that. Do you know what? I'm going to do more cool crap next year. Exactly. And, and beyond. That's, uh, and just don't tweet about how fed up. When I see people tweeting about how fed up they are constantly, I just want to message them and go, seriously, that's bad for you. But then they would probably take it the wrong way. <laughs> like I'm telling them off. It's like, get that you're fed up. But this is it. Positive. You know, don't feel bad about tweeting or messaging something you know put it on facebook whatever about something that's bad that's happened Mm. but also don't feel that you can't put on about good stuff you know it balances out yeah it might take 18 months to balance out it might take two weeks to balance out but you know Take the rough with the smooth and take the smooth with the rough. It works both ways. <laughs> it does. It does indeed. So I don't think this this wasn't a negative podcast, was it at oh, all? No. I think if anything it was a we were flipping negatives to positives. Exactly, so that's, yeah. That's a good thing. It's like you say, we you know, through the year we've had bad things happen to us. Yeah. I mean, like say, I've had to sell uh, my old house because of the divorce. Yeah. But I'm seeing the positive of the fact that I've got a, a house now that in many ways, is better for me. Yes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm close to work as well. Also, what can go wrong? Yeah. I mean, you're no, close to work. <laughs> you're, well, yeah. Yeah. you're close. To, you're close to work. You're seeing your brother more. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, we're we're still virtually speaking to each other because we're doing yeah. a podcast, and we will start seeing each other more oh, once Christmas gets out. Christmas derails everything. Everything closes down. Everybody's stupidly busy, so they don't get to to do anything I mean to be fair I'm seeing you on Saturday so well, I, can't this is it. I think a lot of the times even though Christmas derails things yeah if you want to see someone and you want to meet up mm-hmm. you'll make the opportunities as we're doing yeah. for Saturday of course yeah yeah it's basically a case of if it wasn't going to be Saturday we'd make some arrangement for some point over the holidays yeah yeah because it just wouldn't be Christmas not at all. Well, I have a couple of little gifts for you to open on Christmas Day yeah. as well. So just put them below your your tree, which hopefully did show up, did it? It did. Yes, I've got the tree. I've, I've even put it up, and uh, I haven't fully decorated it, but it's got the star on top and all this. Brilliant. So uh, I was hoping that when Emily was over last weekend, we were going to decorate it, but we didn't get a chance. Oh. So uh, I, I may have to find some time this weekend, probably Sunday, and uh, along with present wrapping and what have you for other things you know kind of get the get that done <laughs> I know, it's like i've got a little bit of present wrapping to do before tomorrow morning it's like oh for god's sake i had no time whatsoever my, my day's just gone so far I mean, this is the fun relaxing part for me but Once, earlier on it was like stupidly busy I've, you know? I've got the same i've got um i think tomorrow might be one of the last days that we can actually post cards yeah i believe so yeah so I've got a couple of those to write and post, which will be done. Um, 
one of the ones that I have made a mistake about is um, <laughs> I keep forgetting we had a, a secret Santa at work. Okay. Now, this was all meant to be tied into the work's Christmas Day, which yeah. was a fortnight ago. Uh, <laughs> of course, the you know a couple of days before that, I was off because of problems with the cars. In other words, they'd taken back the uh, you know the car that I had as a courtesy car. And I was left without. Mm-hmm. So I missed a couple of days of work. You know, basically, I was working from home. And I didn't go to the works Christmas too. No great loss. Uh, uh, but it also meant that I didn't take in my secret Santa. And I oh. keep forgetting. It sat there downstairs on the edge of the sofa to remind me each day to take it in and drop it off. No, gotta get it done. There's nothing worse than Secret Santa when somebody doesn't get their gift because somebody else has forgotten to bring it in. Yeah. So uh, basically, I've got to must remember to take that in tomorrow because if I don't do it tomorrow, it's got to be Friday, otherwise it's stuffed. <laughs> do get it. Get once you finish this, put it somewhere where you you definitely remember to take it in. I, I may go out and put it in the car tonight. <laughs> I would, yeah, def, definitely. And then text me to say you've done it so that I know. So I'd have to start a hashtag or something. <laughs> So that that may be a thing. Well, this is it. I got my secret Santa. They gave me that. I've not opened it, but I kind of think it's a book of some sort because mm-hmm. it's got that kind of feel to it. Yeah. Well, I've picked up somebody a couple of nice sort of different coffee cup coffee mugs. Yeah. Uh, so it's the same person that I've got. Somebody new, so I don't really know them that too well. But I got a nice little unicorn mug going. Hey, have a great day! <laughs> and then, and then the second mug is, do I look like a fucking people person? <laughs> so it's pretty much one for one for each mood. Well, it's fine. Yeah. Well, this is it. It's a case of um, the person that organised the Secret Santas, of course, came round and reminded me and yeah. said, uh, oh, yeah, did you have such and such or such and such person? And it's a case of, uh, no, I've got this person. Mm-hmm. And it's a case of, oh, well, you know, we haven't found out who's got these two and they haven't got the presents yet. So it's a case of, oh. <laughs> and it's one of those annoying things because one of them that's missed out so far, I don't know if they've got theirs yet, but... It was a case of, I thought, geez, I wish I'd had him. I could have, you know, I'd known exactly what to get them straight away. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but you never never seem to drop lucky. No, there should be a way to choose, I think. Yeah. So, you know, you go to one person, you go, show me the list, let me pick that person. And then you do it. Because it's hard work. So if you get stuck with somebody who you really don't know. Yeah, which is what I've done work. this year. <laughs> mm. You're like, I don't know what to get them. So yeah. it's, it's kind of bizarre, isn't it? Well, this is it. A couple of years ago, one of the guys that I work with, ended up getting me. You know, one of the close guys that I work with, as in Mark, who sits next to me, ended up getting me. And it was fantastic because, you know, he knew exactly what to get me. Mm-hmm. So I ended up with a, a model tiger tank. <laughs> that is not bad going. Exactly, yep. yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, yeah, so there you go. So uh, I'm going to let you go and go sort your secret Santa present out. <laughs> I am going to go wrap up a couple of little presents to take to Wales. Yes. Um, I may just chuck them in a bag, to be honest, and wrap them up when I get there, because I've got to pick a couple of bits up in Wales. Yeah. So I might as well do it all at once, to be honest. That'll save me a job tonight. And uh, <laughs> I shall say hi to... the uh, sellotape. No, I won't. Sellotape and a little pair of nail scissors. Yes. Just to, to clip that with. And uh, it's a good job I didn't mention what I was buying Rob then, because he would know. But he would anyway, <laughs> by the time this podcast time, comes out. Yeah. <laughs> it'll probably be after Christmas. But, uh, <laughs> but 
but yeah, I think other than that, uh, shout out to Neil Johnson. Hope you enjoy Star Wars. I'm sure you will. Hopefully, I'll manage to watch it so we can podcast about <laughs> it. Uh, shout out to Faz at your workplace, who uh, I think he's a lost cause, to be honest, and he with his films, to be honest. Well, this is it. There's a few more things that he's... Uh, I mean, one of his latest ones that he's dropped on us, not film-related, but Christmas-related. Mince Pies. Hates them. I don't... Yeah, I'm not, too, I'm not a fan of them. Oh, I, I, this is it. No, it's, I, it's, like I, I love them. I think they're Christmas. Yeah, no, they are, which is why I probably don't like them, because I'm genuinely not a fan <laughs> of Christmas for the most. Oh. Uh, a, a shout out to everybody on Open Forum Radio who still are keep banging on about Wyatt Earp. They need to just get a grip oh. and just appreciate the wonder that is that damn film. So uh, I give a good old bashing on the last one. Clearly, they've they've either not bothered listening to that episode or they have no comeback but well, Anthony Alex is still bleating on about it and still thinks Tombstone's better they'll change the tune this week because like I say all that will go by the by as they're going on about Star Wars well they will but also Wyatt Earp is actually on TV in the UK at Christmas oh. and guess what, is, guess what isn't on Looking Tombstone there you go <laughs> so the network TV has spoken I believe it's on like the 28th of December or something oh. the Kevin Costner Wyatt Earp thing so <laughs> Anthony Alex shove it you can have it <laughs> it's great I've got the, got the radio to TV times I think I picked up I've not had a chance to look through it yet to see what's on there's a few there's not a lot on because a lot of the stuff we've seen on DVD or Netflix or whatever, but there's a few little hidden gems like White Herb. Yes. And, uh, so, <laughs> so that's quite good. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it. I'm just going to end it on uh, wishing everybody a wonderfully Merry Christmas. Indeed. Or if, if you don't faff around with the old Christmas stuff, Happy Holidays, I believe. Yeah. In, is, uh, is, it, is the other phrase. Was yeah. it uh, Joyeux Noël, uh, Fröhliche Weihnachten, all these kind of ones in foreign languages? I thought you'd just been drinking a little bit too much there when you were what coming out with some weird, some weird phrasing. No, no, no. I remember. <laughs> I'm racking my brains at the moment to know what it is in Polish, and I can't think. Oh. Otherwise, I'd have said that as well. Oh. <laughs> I, I can. Uh, yeah, I could probably say it in my own language, but nothing beyond that. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully everybody has a fun Christmas. There will probably be at least one or two more podcast episodes out before the 31st of December. Well, you've got a couple more Christmas specials to do with people. I have. I've got one with Neil, which hopefully will happen. Yeah. And then um, I don't know if we'll manage to do one more with Rob. Who knows? Ah, t- take your voice recorder down with you. and When you see him tomorrow, just record it all. Yeah, I thought I did think about it, actually. <laughs> so who knows I'll have, I'll have my phone on me so I can yeah. probably do it that way so, but, but we shall see but I will see you on Saturday Bob I look forward to it and uh, and thank you very much for tonight's podcast thank you and very much indeed always so you sleep well and go sort that secret Santa present out I will do I will <laughs> alright <do. laughs> take care bye for now bye bye